0: welcome to another episode of the unpinned podcast i am the host pinterest manager and content creator Fenly, and i can't wait to share everything with you today so let's get started hello everyone happy thursday i'm so excited that we are like halfway through january are you excited so the first year of the the first year of the month <laughs> so sorry. The first month of the year is almost done. So I wanted to know where you all are at with your business goals this year. So if you want to send me a message, drop a comment, however you want to connect with me, let me know how you're doing and what your goals are for 2022. Today's podcast is going to be an interesting one. I know last time I talked about how to style your pins for Pinterest. And In a nutshell, that was basically just about still images that are on Pinterest. Now I'm going to be talking about video pins for Pinterest. Now, a lot of people forget or they don't even know at all that Pinterest also hosts a lot of videos like they actually do. They, they have a lot of video content on there. They have a lot of do it yourself videos. They have a lot of how to videos. And the other part of it is that people are like, well, I thought Pinterest was like a visual search engine. So here they are thinking that it's all these still portraits. And in actuality, it's true. Yes, Pinterest is a visual search engine. However, don't you think videos are like a source of like visual too? Like it's a moving picture. So that's just my take on it. However, just to get down and dirty with whatever we're going to be covering today. I'm just going to tell you how to get started, um, the kind of things that your video content will need to be in the best practices for Pinterest and you know what to do if you're kind of stuck in a funk and don't know what to do in regards to video content because a lot of people do find it hard to get in front of a camera. So here we go. First things first, I do want to tell you how you can get started the first thing you want to keep in mind when you're creating any kind of video content to share on pinterest is that you you want to have a a message to send or a message to share the way to think about how to do that or you know in a very methodical way or a really creative way would be to browse through your pinterest feed so you can type in the search bar Let's just say you're in like the food industry and you want to teach somebody how to bake. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to look for videos because there is an option to strictly search for videos only pins. And you can go ahead and search up how to bake or whatever it is that you want to share on baking, whether it's making brownies or baking cake or making cupcakes or making some kind of kid's birthday cake, however, which way you are thinking about approaching your video content, that is what you would be searching for or something similar in that category. I always like to try to find any of the videos that catches my attention off of the feed within the first two rows. So before I hit any of the videos that do interest me, I always kind of take a step back and look at what is it about that video that made me want to click on it or want to find out more or even watch it, right? And once I jot that down, then I go ahead and I watch the video and I see the content and then I kind of see how it starts, how it, how it is in the middle, like how it picks up and keeps you hooked in, and then how it ends. Because some of them do have nice endings. So I went ahead and I did that and sometimes that gives me an inspiration of what to do for my own video content. So I go back and I just say, okay, so this is what I want to do. I know what I want to do for my video content that, that is fantastic, right? If you're a blogger, I do know that you may struggle to try and do a video of some sort, especially if you're not a food blogger or If you're only a travel blogger, like it's really hard for you to make any kind of video content, really. I mean, you could, but some of you may find some resistance or struggles in creating one. So my advice to you is that you can also animate your words in uh, Canva. Canva actually has this feature where you can put on animation effects with your words so you can create... A little slideshow if you want or if you have a photo that you want to share and you want it to zoom in and whatnot they have those nice little features on canva now it's like a new thing uh canva pro in particular so now that you know exactly what your video content is going to be about here are your next steps this is going to be all about the formatting okay so you know what your video is going to be about now it's just making sure that it's within the best practices of pinterest so when you do your video content, you want to make sure that whatever you are sharing is your product or service in action. So when you shoot the video, make sure that you make it all vertical because you don't want it to be horizontal because then that's just going to mess up the aspect ratio when you do upload your video on to become a video pin. So make sure that you make the Make sure that you have whatever you're using, your camera, your phone, that it's in that it's shooting it in a vertical, vertical format. Okay, because pins are more longer vertically than they are horizontally. So it makes sense. Right. Also, you want to make sure that your overall video comes out to about 16 to 16, 6 to 15 seconds long. I guess today's the day of like not being perfect. Super sorry for the tongue ties and the mixture of words that are just running around in my sentences right now. But make sure that your overall video keeps to around 6 to 15 seconds long. Okay. And it's not because Pinterest only limits that amount. Pinterest actually does allow 15-minute videos, but it but when your video is really that long, if you think about it, it kind of misses the whole entire point of being on Pinterest, right? At that point you might as well just be on YouTube if you're going to sit there and watch a video for 15 minutes, that's a YouTube thing, right? So most of the time when pinners are going through Pinterest, they're mainly just scrolling through everything. So they're only going to stop for that few, you know, 10, 10 to 15 seconds just to watch a video. And if you catch their interest, which is the hook point, some of them, some videos I've seen have leave their pinners hanging. So what they'll do is they'll stop the video or it'll be cut short because it's at that 15 or 10 second mark that they want to keep it at. And so that would make the pinner want to click through. So that is part of the click through ability, um, strategy is that's the reason why we keep it that short. Okay. And if you are struggling with time, because if you're doing something like a do it yourself or decorating a cake. You can cut some seconds here and there. However, you may struggle because it's still maybe long. I've seen a lot of videos that do hyperlapsing. And hyperlapsing is just accelerating time, right? So you can show everything about your content or whatever it is that it's about. So like baking brownies. So you can show your tips and tricks on baking brownies and you can hyperlapse it or The kind of ingredients that you use to make those baronies, you can totally hyperlapse and it will be able to condense that content in that certain amount of time. Um, There are some people that may be like, well, maybe I need a little bit more time at the end or in the beginning. So there is things like slow-mos if you do need to extend your videos. Whatever you do, don't use any super fancy transitions, okay? that takes too long or any super fancy transitions at all. The whole point of using a video pin on Pinterest is to get your content out there, get your message out there. And that's it. It's not about the transitions. It's not about your video, you know, um, how, you know, know how and guru stuff. You don't have to flaunt it like how you do on YouTube. Okay super simple, right? Everything with Pinterest is the simpler, the better, the more clearer you can send your message, the the better off you'll be in communicating with your audience as well as hooking them in. Other video examples that I have seen other than the hyperlapse is that they'll show the result first, and then they'll play the out the video in like normal time. So What you what you can do is you can show the ending result, which which is most of the time, the captured image or the cover image that is on top of the pin. And then you can play out the video. The other part I've the other strategy I've seen is a hyperlapse of the video um, to show the result first. So it kind of just really speed runs the entire thing like super, super fast. And as soon as it's done, it'll show the ending result. And as soon as the person sees the ending result, they're like, hold up, wait a minute. I just saw that go too fast. How did they do that? And what will happen is that the video will then play it in normal time for the person to watch it step-by-step. So videos like those I've known have gone for longer. So maybe they've stretched it to like 30 seconds, but within that first three to five seconds, they hyperlapse the entire video or the entire process to show the end result. So the person that is scrolling through within the first two to three seconds, they can see the end result and go, whoa, okay, how did that person make that? And they saw it done really fast. So then they'll stick around to say, hey, I want to know how to make this. Let's, let's watch and see. Um, the, there was one video that I watched um, in particular, and I'm using this as an example, that led to a um, that led me in because it had a text overlay with five ways to do blank, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like five ways to do this one thing, and I was just like, oh, I wanted that. It was a 30 second video, but of course, I stuck around long enough to watch the entire thing from beginning to end, and that was the prime example of hyperlapsing the video and showing the result first and then playing it in normal time. So that was like, that was like super cool. And I didn't even notice that I got sucked in like that. But yeah, as soon as I realized that, I had to share it. So the next steps is that now that you know what kind of format that you need to have your video pins in, now you need to know how to hook your pinners in or your audience in. So I should remind you that you need to have a very strong beginning to help pull the viewers in. You can easily do this with text overlays. I've seen it done before. But other people have done it without text overlays by just showing what they do. So as long as you're showing like your product in action, or the thing that you're doing in action, or the result of the thing that you're doing, you can most likely draw viewers in. Other than that, you would have to use text overlays. Text overlays is another great way to quickly communicate what it is that your video content is about. You can use this very same practices that we used in the last podcast in how to style your pins for Pinterest. Can use the exact same practices to make sure that your text overlay answers that ultimate question which i always remind you it's always answering that question to your pinner or your audience what's in it for me so what's in it for them like how does your content serve your audience and as soon as you can come up with a way to answer that question it will help you come up with that perfect text overlay to put in the beginning of your video okay And if you're opting out on using the text overlay, like I said, you should definitely begin with your product in action or the information being applied. Which is like if you're baking brownies, five different hacks, you should be showing at least one of the hacks in like super fast hyperlapse. And then coming back to the video and showing the, the the rest of the five in normal time. So, yeah, there's there's that. Um, a lot of people ask me, well, can't I just explain what's going on in my video? (sighs) Here's the thing. Pinners mainly watch video pins from their feeds. They don't have the sound on. It's not like it auto plays with the sound on. It's not like Instagram where you scroll and as you scroll, it'll play and the sound will come on. It's not like Facebook where you scroll and the sound will come on as you pass by a video if you leave it on with pinterest it's different it's totally off the pinners have the freedom to turn on and off whichever video pin they want from the feed and the reason why this happens is because as a pinner is scrolling they're looking at maybe like two to three rows at a time depending if they're using their phone or if they're using their desktop they're only looking at a couple of rows at a time and there's no real way to tell which video or which content the pinner is really, really focused on or honed in on. Um, It's a speculation when they stop to look at something. And if they really are interested in your video, then they will unmute it and it will play. So some people will be interested in putting the exact right music and all of that stuff. But in the end, it's really not that important. If you just put some kind of standard filler background music, it's it, it will do just fine. It's not a huge big deal to have some kind of cop, you know, copyrighted rights to use certain certain kind of music to bump up the volume and all that stuff. Um like I said, because the video starts to autoplay, the sound is always off so you're never going to be able to talk to your pinners and catch them with your voice because that is not how it's going to work most pinners will continue to watch their video from the feed if they are really super interested then they'll click on your pin they won't hear any sound unless they you know unmute the sound and then they can hear things but like i said Putting a dialogue in there is just going to be useless you're not it's not going to serve you any purpose it's not going to help you get ahead of anybody else so please don't bother with putting any kind of audio or any kind of step by step guide with your audio voice because it's not going to work. The other important part, and I know I mentioned this before, was cover images. Um, usually the picture, there is a snapshot of the what the video is about before it begins to autoplay, and I did highly recommend before, as I talked about before, to use a snapshot of your product or service in action or from the end result of your video. So, for example, and I want to say, like, in particular, I was thinking about baking brownies, right? Like that's my main example. So if I wanted to say three quick ways to bake your brownies or three quick ways to make your brownies really delicious, something like that, then your cover image can have three final or three ways that your the brownies could look like three different ways to use brownies, baking brownies or something like that. I'm still confused. I really do want to use brownies, but (laughs) I'm kind of struggling here. So if we were to talk about three ways to bake brownies or use brownies in any recipe, then there should be a snapshot or a cover image of the three final end results of brownies being incorporated. Does that make sense? If I confused you guys about the baking brownies thing, here's another example. So let's just say you were trying to show someone three quick ways to braid hair. Your cover image can be the three final looks of the braids collage together or a close-up of one of the three braid styles. The main purpose, the overall main purpose of this cover image is just to be able to communicate with your audience what your video is about. As long as you achieve that, you're set. Okay? So... Of course, as always with every single video pin or any kind of pin, the most important thing to do is to optimize your pin. Your Pinterest is a visual search engine, and so completing this part of the pin is extremely important. You want to make sure to use titles and descriptions that can clearly and concisely describe your video and make sure to include SEO keywords for both. And that's pretty much it. Um if you are using any kind of pin title for, not pin title, oh my God. If you are using a text overlay in your video pin, then you can most likely use the, pin, the same text for your pin title. Okay. As a bonus tip, and I just wanted to throw this in there. As a bonus tip, I do hear that TikTok is like super relevant these days, and I know it's been going on for a couple of years now. A lot of people have been using it um, to utilize it as a part of their business strategy. And I want you to think about how long a TikTok video is. If you're doing TikTok, think about how long a TikTok video is. Do you see where I'm going with this? Sometimes like the hardest part about being a business owner or putting yourself out on any kind of platform, whether it's social media or on Pinterest, is just coming up with content like that is like the first hardest step to do is just coming up with 100% organically your own content. So upcycling your content onto other platforms can help you immensely because it gives you more time to think about your next video content or your next post design or your next message that you want to send to your audience i i want to say if you if you really want to use your tiktok content do it i'm i am one to never stop someone from being able to upcycle their content and who knows like i i know that one of the strategies right now is to Post on TikTok and I think go to Instagram and then from Instagram to idea pins. I think that's the way that it drops down or it's TikTok, idea pins on Pinterest and then Instagram. Either way, like I know for a fact that there is something going on with upcycling TikTok content, whether it's through video pins or it's through Pinterest's idea pins and i want to say i am working on my next blog post in regards to idea pins so if you want to read about that i'll let you know when that comes out but i want to say for the next podcast episode i really do need to touch upon idea pins because they are still fairly new i think they came introduced like kind of late last year and there's still this thing that needs demystifying right like Everybody needs to know what's the, what's the deal? What's the pros and cons? Like, do we use it as a part of our Pinterest strategy or do we not? So I will save that for next time. So stay tuned for next week's episode. I do want to touch upon a couple of things. One is my Pinterest party is actually happening next week. So it's available on Eventbrite. I have tickets that are available. I only have nine spots left you guys. So it's going to be happening on January 26th at 12 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. And what it is is that you get to sit down with a group of like-minded people who are either not very familiar with Pinterest or they really want to use Pinterest as a part of their strategy but don't know how to start or they're just starting out or they just don't know what to do with their Pinterest account. What I do is I sit down with that whole entire group, and I walk them through all of their questions and, you know, answer them. And if it does require a step-by-step instruction, I will actually physically go through it. Like, I will share my screen and I will show you how to do it. If you are asking for a Pinterest strategy advice, I will be there to answer your questions as well. And it's a it's basically a power hour with me, your Pinterest manager, spend So if you are interested, I do have tickets available. It's $15 for the entire hour, which is way cheaper than my coaching prices. And it's also way cheaper than my strategy prices as well. So if you're interested, please feel free to join me on January 26th, this month of 2022. I will be dropping the Eventbrite tickets uh, link in the description. The other thing I wanted to throw out there is because I love to support my business owners out there and my hustlers and all my bloggers. I want to extend this invitation to you because I am still growing my podcast and I am always looking to help promote other businesses. I wanted to give you all the opportunity to you know, buy a ad space from me. <laughs> so it's going to be. It's going to be um, it's going to be interesting because I really I really do want to help promote businesses, and so I want to be able to have a sit down and chat with you about how I can promote your business on my podcast. And once we sit down and have that chat, I know for a fact that you will benefit from it. So for now, if you would like to or if you are interested please feel free to message me or email me. All of my contacts are in the information below. And I am so looking forward to promoting your business. So if you would like an ad space, contact me. If you want to join my pin party, buy a ticket. All right? So that's all for me today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I wish you all to have a happy and amazing weekend. Bye. thank you so much for tuning in today i know you learned something so share it with others and if you would like to connect with me through social media all of my links are in the description below where you can also sign up for my newsletter you can even message me with all of your questions i'm always here if you need me so until next time keep pinning.